Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 123 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we're going to review the reviews of Desperation and Death. And since the Desperation and Death is still really new, there's not a ton of reviews out there to choose from. I think there'll be more reviews once it comes out in paperback. Probably. Oh, yeah. But um, I grabbed as many as I could uh, for this. And I guess if we do Desperation again in the regular rotation of, you know, as we're doing the series... Uh, we could maybe do this again and hopefully there'll be better reviews, but there should be some good ones in here. And there's one that I'm going to go off. If you see <laughs> a ton of blue writing, that's me. Cause I, I put down what I want to say. Cause I have a rant on after one. Of <laughs> so I love a rant. <laughs> you know, how it is. I do. So, yeah. So, all right, are we ready to start? Okay, We're ready. sure. Okay. Go for it. Here we go. One star. <laughs> this is the most unpleasant of the JD Rob books. It's not just the subject matter, but the characters are becoming more and more unlikable. Eve acts like a five year old bully, and the supporting cast are a shadow of what they once were. I'm sorry for it, as it was a series I enjoyed. I read them now to keep up with the characters I had grown to know and like, but these last few books are devoid of the heart that they once had. And Eve is the only, Eve is only likable to the other characters in the book. And I don't see why they like her now. She has one emotion and it's anger. This does not make for a good read. I feel like maybe just don't read the series anymore. I feel like <laughs> she had, she has one emotion oh, and it's emotion? anger in this book. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. This one. Yeah. I, I don't, Wow. She went through a whole range of emotions. Yes, she was really angry for a lot of it, but who wouldn't be because of the subject yeah. matter? Yeah. I mean, I would be really angry too. Yeah. If I was her. Same. Right. So I don't. <sighs> but the other characters are just shadows of what they used to be. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you know. just, you're done with the series. So stop reading, honestly. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. you can read that book That's, and be like, Eve's just angry. I'm like, hmm, maybe you should just stop. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Just I don't my get thought. It. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Let's go on to the next one. Okay. One star. I used to enjoy these in depth books because of the futuristic aspects boosters, cars that go vertical. Yeah. <laughs> but no jetpacks. <laughs> no jetpacks, though. <laughs> and to marvel at the wealth of Rourke. This book, however, trigger warning, deals with the kidnapping and sexual abuse of many young girls, some as young as age nine. It was not interesting or fascinating, nor did it further the story of any of the main characters relationship-wise, career-wise, or in any way. If you like the series of in-depth books, skip this one. As for me, I think I'm done with these books. Well, good, because you obviously missed the entire fucking point. So, right. so this, so this blah, is blah. the one that made you go, I'm done with this. It wasn't interesting. Uh, no one no character like, growth. Um, you realize what? you've been reading a series about a girl, a woman who was raped before she was eight. 
right multiple times right so why is this one different like i i'm so confused and especially since when we did the review we said you know that had this case came up for eve at the beginning of this series she would not have been able to handle it right and it show it does show her character growth. The fact that yeah. she could get a case like this that was so horrific mm-hmm. and still like keep it together and for the most part handle yeah. it. You know, she did yeah. break down once, I think, with Rourke and started crying and you know. But I mean it would have crushed her before. Yeah. So it, it does show character growth. Absolutely. And I, I think certain people should not read. Right. <laughs> and really, every single book does not have to advance the the um, personal relationships. But I but the thing is, is I think this one does. It does. I, do too. I, I've, I agree. So I'm not whatever. I think we read a different book, lady. Or yeah, man, because I mean, whatever. even though you could say like even Rourke's. Uh, disagreement in this book maybe was overblown a little bit maybe a little bit yeah um but it it does show growth in that you know Rourke was worried about her taking the case wants her to pass it and she's she said to him like you've got to trust that I know what I'm doing in keeping this case and that I can handle it and that's what the whole crux of the of the relationship between them and this book was, you know, him coming to terms with she can handle it now. I think that this was a really important moment of growth for Rourke, honestly, like that he kind of went back into his like overblown reactionary state that he would do. And Mm -hmm. yes. And then having it kind of hit him differently that she has grown because he's also very protective and all of that. Like I Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually think that the focus on Rourke's growth, and again, like, he has also grown through this series. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that the character growth in this book is very brilliantly subtle because you don't uh-huh. you don't actually see them grow. You see how they've grown. Like, there's... Right. That's right. the whole point of reading the series, if you're invested in these characters. And I just... What book yeah, did it, they read? It doesn't have to be a major major growth point in every single book it can yeah. just be that small little thing of rourke saying you know, finally coming to terms with oh i don't have to worry so much she yeah. can maybe now handle things better and it, yeah. and it could just be that you know so i don't know i don't either people are weird so weird suck. so those are the only two one star reviews we have, so we're going to just move on to two stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, two stars. Pretty much done with this series. It's become so formulaic. Eve's past shows up in every single book. She was abused and has overcome some of her past to become successful. It permeates her outlook. We get it. Get a shrink. Move on. No more in death for me. <laughs> wow. That's harsh. Um, so right? I feel like 
formulaic is something that gets tossed around way too much and people don't seem to understand what it actually yeah. means. Right. Yeah. That it's word you keep like using, a, I don't think you know what it means. It's like a buzzword <laughs> for people now. Yes. yes. And like, it's oh, like, you're, look at you being so clever you in your big review. Word. Formulaic. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. But most books, and, uh, you know, use a formula. Yeah, right. This is a <laughs> this is a book series in a specific genre. It's gonna have a specific formula. Also, I want to know what what like what are you looking for that's not gonna fall into this formula you keep thinking exists? Right, right. Like, how yeah. did you want the book to go? How did you want the story to go? Right. Because right. she has given you stories where she has already fucking figured it out before we jump in everything. She knows that it's you know the groom from the very beginning in creation and then right. you know like th what the fuck formula are you looking for go right. read a different series right get yeah. out of here and <laughs> i <laughs> just i the people you don't have to read any more of your stupid reviews right the people that still continue to not understand how trauma works i know and keeps talking about like you know she needs to get over this get over it I just don't know what to I'm say. I'm so about. glad I mean, that so you've never dealt with trauma, reader. Yeah. However, yeah. yeah, that's not how it works. Right. And she has grown so much. Yeah. And she's so much getting, I mean, she's, she's moving past it because you're never going to get over it. Right. But she's getting to the point where on. she's able to handle it. She's yeah. able to handle like it. This comes up, like we said. So. Right. It's just I it's just mind boggling that somebody would come out with that, like get a shrink. Like I mean she has man. one. <laughs> Jesus. God. She's got I mean, one. So, yeah, she's got one. Off. So yeah, exactly. Why are why are you reading a book series about a woman who has in every book this is like book fifty something. Like yeah. She has in every book, if you're complaining about it this way, dealt with this. And now is when you're like, get over it. Yeah. You're like, Maybe. okay, well, I, after 58 books of this, I just, I can't. <laughs> okay. Well. Maybe you should get a shrink reader. Maybe. Like, I mean, you spent all this time being do. like, I like reading about this woman's horrible life experiences for about 58 books and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> now she needs to get a shrink. <laughs> Stupid. So. All right. Okay. It's me again. Yep. Here we go. Two stars, same old, same old, with a huge ick factor. I have read every Eve Dallas novel and enjoy the character's development and writing style of the author. After reading this book, however, I need a break from them. If you are a fan, you know the drill. There is a murder or murders. Eve solves the crime with the support of her team. Rourke owns everything. She and Rourke make love and all is right in the world. All well, all well and good as far as it goes. However, I feel like the books are becoming more and more formulaic. Oh, my God. On top of which, the victimization of girls and women is becoming much more front and center. I understand that we of the female persuasion are more likely to be victims. But by golly, I sure would like to read a murder mystery where a man is a victim for once. And the victims in this book are children, horribly abused in graphic and salacious details. I had to take breaks just to regain emotional equilibrium. And then she used the C word. I hate that word. I find it very jarring and as sexist as this may sound, even more coming from another woman. 
I respect the author. She is amazing at developing characters and giving a sense of place and considering the Inus series takes place in the future time. She is a hardworking author who doesn't plagiarize or employ ghostwriters. I just wish she'd cheat off a few more men and fewer women and children. <laughs> if, uh, if you are new to the series, please, <laughs> please don't start with this one. Go back to the beginning of the series. Read until book 50 and stop. Jesus. Oh my God. So many people just telling us what to do, uh, which is, right? yeah. yeah. So, um, listen, I mean, off more men. <laughs> we're, we're not against this. Like, yes, sure, no, off more men. But I do like, agree because, yeah, I mean, we haven't really had any male victims in a while. Yes, we have. Well, in Golden, but that's book oh, fifty. Right. That's where that's yeah. where this person's yeah. saying read book like, fifty like, where she's off. the book where everyone, all the victims <laughs> where, are men. The, yeah, where the victims are dude. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yes, like sure, more male victims, fine. Like <laughs> if that's if that's your gripe, then make then say that's what you're annoyed by. Yeah, don't stop throw using out formulaic. The, don't yeah, yeah, don't throw out that 50 cent word that we are tired of fucking reading. Um yeah. <laughs> but however, I feel the book's becoming more and more formulaic again. And also, I'm sorry, but you you were like, this is a huge ick factor. Um it is. Yeah, That's it why happens. we're writing it. Because it happens. And yeah, because that's yeah, unfortunately, there are these things in the world. Right. Also, like, okay, I also don't like the C word, but I'm definitely not going to give anyone a two star review because they use that word. Yeah, no, I am. No, I'm like not going either. to use that word. That, but I think like, you know. I mean, Eve I talked. That I mean, word. she used it in re- in regards to what's her name, the that evil bitch. So yeah, I'm, right. I'm okay. I mean, with that. also like if Eve is a character that's going to use that word, Eve's a character that's going to use that word. Like, okay, right. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> like it, don't that's that's the choice of that character. I, I don't. I didn't like this word. Okay, well, maybe you I'm should sorry. not read. I'm, that's that's my take today. Like maybe you just shouldn't <laughs> maybe you read should things. Not read it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> like just you know. I mean, I do appreciate the fact that this person realizes that um, Nora doesn't have any ghostwriters or she doesn't plagiarize anyone. I mean, I, right. I appreciate Which, again, that makes part me of think the review. That her her main focus of this review is just to be like kill more men, like yeah. Everything else is like Nora's great. Nora's great. She doesn't do this. She doesn't do that. She's awesome. Thank right. you. Just but like more men. Write the review that you mean to write, which is more <laughs> men should die. <laughs> more men need to die. <laughs> like I don't I don't care about the breaks you had to take to regain emotional equilibrium. Again, not quite what you were trying to say. Like. You really, I mean, really tried mean, to sound but smart. But here's the thing. Yeah, it was a hard book to read. We all said that. Right. But that's what made it good. Because are you, it reading, are you reading J.D. Robb for fluff? Because get the fuck out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. Yikes. <sighs> Yikes is right. Okay. Two stars. Sadly, this book was very similar to other quote-unquote cases. Really? All right. Also, the statements whenever the case touches on Eve's past feel very redundant. It's very predictable what Rourke is going to say, and she spelled Rourke wrong, mm-hmm. and what Eve is going to have to is going to answer. Honestly, it feels like Eve should have had significant growth in dealing with it. She has! Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
I also think it's really bad that Peabody or anybody have to ask permission for a cup of Eve's real coffee in the office. (laughs) 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 Anytime Rourke buys the bullpen food, sends a car for Peabody, etc. In terrible weather, Eve gets mad and says you're spoiling them. They can buy their own food. Yet she lives in the lap of luxury. Also, it's a bit weird how terrible and fake all the everyman food is in the future. I will stick to rereading the older books. and I still enjoy rereading the older books and may stick with that. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, so is it just me or would it seem rude, even if you work very closely for somebody, to come into their office and just automatically go over and use their coffee maker? I yeah, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that. I I think that I don't understand why that ask permission okay. for that. Yeah, you know, I feel like that if if Peabody were to come into Eve's office and just make herself coffee, that Eve would be like, yeah, sure, she's my partner, she's in here all the time. Right. But if she's asking and she's the person who's in there the second most next to Eve, then why is it weird? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Right. It just seems so like if if I was in an office and had a coffee maker and somebody just came in and started making coffee without right. asking, I would I would go mm. be a little annoyed. Yeah, I'd be a little like, annoyed. What, what's up? You know, you could ask first. I mean, right. I, I just don't. I mean, it's something that's like, OK, we're we're extending a courtesy to eat by asking first before uh, we get some coffee. But this person's annoyed by it. I just find such a weird criticism and she's also i'm sorry but like eva's not ever like aggressively against rourke giving people things she's just like right it's just one of those things that baffles her so she comments on it not because she's like no don't let my you know don't let my cops eat better food because you bought it for them she's just like you know she says that you're spoiling them while she, you know, doesn't mean it. Like, she doesn't mean that suddenly they don't deserve it. That's just what she comments on. I don't know. Stop. Yeah. She's weird, and we all know it. And she's like, everybody yeah. needs to... Well, these are cops, and, I and kinda, they can't I be mean, spoiled. I kind of get her point, because, she, yeah, she does live in the lap of luxury, but it's not like she asked for that. And she right, kind of right. hates it. <laughs> I mean, not so much anymore, but she did it first. So, right. I mean... But her commentary, I, I think Eve's commentary really is just commentary. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't think bitching. I don't think she's, she's like anti- for the sake of bitching. Yeah, I don't think I mean, she's mad about it. You know, that's that's part of what gives Eve her humanity. I know that people who read these books don't believe she has that, right. but she's just like the rest of us and has commentary on just the things that happen around her. And sometimes that's that. You know, her husband sends a car for people because the weather is shit. Like. Right. And she's like, wow, you know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> You're right. You're allowed to, to say that to you. It's fine. He's going <laughs> to do what the fuck he wants anyway. And, he know, like, I just feel like it's very, it's very general banter between the two of them and not at all something actually worth commenting or being critical about. Yeah. Well, if you live in the lap of luxury, you shouldn't say these things. Shit, fuck off. <laughs> okay (laughs) goodness okay so now we're on to the three star reviews three stars a solid entry but also a revisit of used plot lines 
For example, young girls being trained for service calls back to the iCove story where the girls were clones instead of kidnapped victims, or Faithless in Death where the kidnapping victims were of age and being trained as wives, childbearers, not sex slaves. We also get a lot of this is what was done to me scenes, including a minor breakdown from Eve. The sort of breakdown that hasn't happened in a long time in the series. And she didn't show anything more than sorrow in Faithless and Death. Plus, there were a few points where the writing just wasn't up to the series standards. Still solid. Plus the narrator. I've been buying the series in audiobook format for years. It's so good that it just pulls me along. I finished the book in less than 48 hours. And if it was the weekend, I probably would have finished it in a day. Even rereading past books in the series in paper format, I always hear the narrator's voice in my head for dialogue. She makes every voice individual, even the men. If you're a fan of the series and haven't listened to any of the audiobooks, I recommend that you do. So this, yeah, this kind of, this was all over the place. Yeah, it was like like this. Did we not like it? Right. I mean, sounds like this this book was saved by Susan Erickson. (laughs) I mean, to this person. So this person is saying that it doesn't make sense that he broke down in this book, but not in Faithless and Death. Which is a weird stance to take. Yeah, it's weird. Because what happened in Faithless wasn't at all like what happened to her. Right. And like this person says, all those victims were of age. I mean, some of them were teenagers, but yeah, you know, all of them were of age and this is involving, you know, children. Yeah. Right. Which would, would trigger Eve more because of her abuse happened when she was a child. So yeah. And she was being trained for this exact thing and not for being somebody to be married to somebody and have children with him, you know? Right. right. So, so this, this does, this would remind Eve more of what happened to her in her childhood. And mm-hmm. whereas the case in Faithless wouldn't. So I don't understand right. why. Yeah. That's a weird, that's a weird take. It is weird. But, it's a really weird okay. take. Although I, I really do appreciate them being such a fan of Susan Harrison. <laughs> right. Cause she's amazing. Cause she is amazing. So all props to Susan Harrison. Always. um okay i will do the next one god i like read these and i'm like come on (laughs) (laughs) three stars (laughs) rob's writing is spot on she has a gift with words in this story eve seems ordinary with little edge the number of times her past is brought up it's too often the case pertains don't want to give too much away um, but there were parts which felt more information on the crime than part of the story. The sad part is I don't think even Rourke had sex in the story. They did. Uh, well, I, I like Bob's skill at writing <laughs> sexy scenes. Rourke felt bland and not very Irish. What? I felt like Rob what? was ticking boxes. Here we go. Two pages of Eve complaining about the saying needle in a haystack. Tick that box. Peabody being a smartass ticked that box, but the interactions were superficial. At one point in the story, Eve lets it all overwhelm her and cries. Understandable, but very un-Eve-like. It seemed as though she ticked boxes. 
You said that already. Also, her storylines are becoming a little formulaic. Formulaic. So there we go again. <laughs> she's got this big operation at the end where she's scooping up all these bad guys and saving the day. She pulls in all the right people, but they just skim through the story. The story was bland and a little tedious, but of course, this is J.D. Robb, and it reaches a point which is quite exciting, and you just want to see the end, but overall, bland and a little disappointing. Yeah, so sure review. What? But um, like first okay. of all okay what do you want these characters to be doing if if, if peabody were not a fucking smart ass if eve would be bitching about something then you'd be like these characters are not acting like themselves what do you want from them she pretty much said that in her own review like um eve that's everything overwhelm her and cries which is very uneve like would well do you want eve that's Eve, or do you want her sometimes to be uneve like and then you're right. complaining that people aren't different enough well, like i don't understand this isn't the first time in the series that eve has cried either no so yeah the, the, i don't i don't know what people want from from characters like when people say someone is out of character like someone out of character would be like rourke suddenly like gambling all the time or you know or, or like, Eve suddenly knowing the uh yeah, the goulash Eve, recipe <laughs> yeah and Eve being like yeah tonight i cooked you dinner like shit like that <laughs> that is that is out of character not like not not rourke being un-irish whatever the fuck that means whatever that means <laughs> i don't even right. know what that means he uh, yeah he's not <laughs> irish enough uh, okay so he's not oh. a stereotype great like okay, that's what we want yeah i just what what is irish enough what does he have also, to do also like, he lives in america can he not be have some american right. characteristics too like do you what the fuck, right i don't understand he literally- <laughs> do you want this guy to walk around saying faith and megora all the time like what are you like ah, ah, right what? this whole and this whole like it's ticking boxes thing like right first of all my favorite is that you not only did you say ticking boxes you also said formulaic i mean that's wow right. i was Double like whammy. so so you are using all these words that we don't need so you are not yeah. a writer great um <laughs> but clearly oh this person didn't even pay attention to what happened in the book because they're sitting there like you know um there was no and sex I, yeah i feel like there was no sex I mean, like, was there, was there, you know, I, I, sad part is I don't think even Rourke had sex in the story. Like, Mm-mm. wouldn't you go back and check that before you write that in a review? No, 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 like, what? no, we don't, we don't want to do that. That would be, that would be work. <laughs> Why would we do that? Also, if they didn't have sex, then the story wouldn't be formulaic. Now, would it? Because, <laughs> so you're saying right? the story is so, formulaic, but not formulaic? I don't understand. It's like, oh my god, I cannot. People are just <laughs> dumb. I just cannot. People are stupid. So I, I really like this next review for Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Three stars, yes. Ferengi. Really? Well, I still enjoy these. I would have. I would like to have secondary characters evolve. Why was there a Star Trek reference? Okay, A, have you never read anything from Nora Roberts ever? Like, literally. Because she uses pop culture reference all the time. 
Right, but I did say that it seemed weird for Eve because Eve typically doesn't know the pop culture references. And that's true, but I just... And would probably, even if she knew what Star Trek was, would probably have a passing knowledge of anything that goes on in Star Trek. And so, yeah, for her to say something about Ferengi does seem weird. I agree. It does, yeah. I agree with that. But also, like, she's like, why is there a Star Trek reference? Well, um... Okay. There's always some sort of, and it's, yeah, it's usually Rourke or Peabody that's making it. Right. Not Eve, but, or McNabb, but come on now. And she, again, what books are you reading that you don't think the secondary characters have evolved? What, what? Like this one in particular, which we get to actually see Mavis kick Mavis ass a little bit. Right. (laughs) And she she has grown so much since becoming a mother. And, you know, I don't know if that's part of her growth, probably, but she really has. I'm to the point where I'm not annoyed by Mavis half as much as I used to be. Oh, good. That's huge. I that know. Is, that is huge. Right? Yeah. So, and Somerset, for God's sakes. How has he yeah. not evolved? Just, what kind He's of to the point of being <laughs> exasperated and annoyed with Eve instead of actively hating her? But yeah, and also what you're saying, secondary characters haven't evolved in a book where even Jenkinson had a whole discussion about him becoming yeah. um, mm-hmm. a sergeant. Yeah. So, oh, no. So what no evolves? Everybody no has one? to evolve. Is that what it is? Every single secondary character has to evolve in, the, in every book for you to say secondary characters. But like, I don't know. I just, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Dumb. You say so. so. Okay. Yeah, dumb. Well, yeah, dumb. Whatever. <laughs> so, oh, we, so haven't, we haven't busted that one out in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's dumb. just always implied. They're just right. all fucking dumb. Exactly. All right. Let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> Three stars. First, I would like to say I'm a huge JD Rob fan and have been from the very beginning. I collect her books as well as her other pen name. So I feel qualified to give this review. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Already, before we even say it. Now, I am mentally going to put on a flak jacket and helmet because I will probably get a ton of criticism. This book is not the author I expect at all. It reads as if she wrote a synopsis of the plot a list of characters with pieces of dialogue they have said in previous novels and a small blurbs and small blurbs describing their background. Then she handed it to a ghost writer and said, finish it. The right story there, matter. Extremely unqualified. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Anybody that says ghost writer is automatically unqualified to give a review. Correct. The story matter is extremely important and needed to be treated far better than it was. There were scenes that had little to no bearing to plot development and read as if an editor had said, add this because the current society norms demand it. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Neither do they. I can't believe that J.D. Robb wrote this unless it was to deliver on a contract to the publisher. The editor obviously either is not familiar with the author's body of work or doesn't care that there's an obligation to the readers for a novel that is worth buying. 
things. In conclusion, I can only say how disappointed I am in the quality of writing. The book reads like a poorly written Law and Order SVU script being acted out by a high school drama club. Definitely not the J.D. Robb her fans know and respect. Like, what a pretentious asshole. Right? Like, totally a pretentious asshole. And um, there's plenty of fans who love this book, so you can just fuck straight off. Right. Just, okay. What is their end game with this one? Because it doesn't actually like, like they like build themselves up. They're like, I am qualified for this. Well, first of all, the fact that you feel that you need to say that means that you're not. Okay. Right. <laughs> like uh, I, I collect do you also anyone who says i collect her books as well as her other pen name you mean her real fucking name nora roberts you ask that? Yeah. her name is nora roberts it's not her pen name you fuckers <laughs> like you literally get zero ability you are not anyone qualified that reads nora knows that she does not use ghostwriters if you have half a brain in your head yeah so they also know sure. her name is nora roberts and they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you are automatically disqualified to give this review, you dumbass. It was, it's a weird, it's just a weird place to go to be like, the story matter is important and it needed to be treated better than it was. And then like referring to it as like a bad SVU episode, which by the way, that sentence doesn't make any sense. A poorly written script being acted out. You have no idea how they acted it out because you have to see that live. Right. Okay. That's how mm-hmm. that's how scripts work and drama clubs work. Right. But so you don't understand how how scripts work or how books work or that Nora Roberts name is Nora Roberts and not a pen name. So <laughs> F minus <laughs> F minus <laughs> <F-. laughs> like oh, I just like and then, oh my god the whole thing the whole thing is just like they even tried to be a pretentious asshole and they couldn't yeah. even get there because they don't make sense oh I think they got there oh they're not good enough to be a pretentious asshole they're just <laughs> they're just an asshole I think just an asshole yeah uh, yeah but, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, this I, run-on sentence. I can't believe that JD Rob wrote this and last blah 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 blah. Literally like the longest sentence ever. Right. Right. Like just it's it's just you're bad. The story matter, not the subject matter. Like Right. There were scenes that had little to no bearing to plot development. Well, it doesn't not every scene has to develop the plot. Right? right. Because you know what? You know what? If every scene was like this is about this one little thing, then you'd be like, the story is so formulaic. Right. So yeah, we are giving you all kinds of criticism. Um Yeah. You because you deserve it. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're yeah. an idiot. You don't even know her name is Nora Roberts. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, but that's the way that reads to me is that you don't actually know that her name is Nora Roberts and you refer to it as her other pen name. Right. So disqualified. 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 (laughs) I'm sorry. I was like so mad. My next? No, Tara's next because I oh, it's read me. No, I just, I just, AJ no, read that one. I just went on my rant. She's still, <laughs> she's still trying to get over the last uh, review. Jesus. Okay. Three stars. This next review. God. <laughs> yes. Poor Eve Dallas suffered horrible childhood drama, but enough already. That theme has been milked to death. Pardon the pun. 
That's not a I don't want to see another book with her brooding over her past. No period here. How about an old fashioned, fast paced murder? Exclamation point. No, no question mark. So this is going well. I love when the team (laughs) comes together and solve the crime. No more sexual assault. (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, that's not a pun. No, no, not a pun. Not a pun. <laughs> also, I generally am not going to make fun of bad, like bad punctuation. But I was like, "What? No, I'm, I'm not giving you any benefit of the doubt right now." Yeah. Why are you reading these books? No more sexual assault. And it's not. It is not childhood drama. Thank you very much. That is not what drama is. How her dare drama, you? Her childhood How dare drama. You? Dare you minimize what a person has gone through? Yeah. Fuck you. Exactly. I- I people I mean the only word I have for disentitled I don't know what the other word would be that people who apparently have grown up with no childhood trauma or know nobody who has right which like good for you I'm happy for you that that was well, not something that I you've really ever didn't have with, much but childhood trauma but I can have empathy for those who have right. What? Yes. What? Hard. No, Jen. No, that is impossible. Clearly, <laughs> you've read these reviews. Well, that's in your empathy. Isn't your empathy getting stretched a little bit now because it's been so many books where she's talked about it? So, yeah, Jen, your empathy is clearly something that is very rare. <laughs> no, people yeah. do not have yeah. empathy. That makes me. That makes me very special. You are very <laughs> special. You are very special. <laughs> Be like Jen. Have empathy. <laughs> Be like, Be like Jen. Jen. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I didn't say be like Jen in all ways. Just have empathy right. at least. Just have empathy. There, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. be like me in all ways. Trust me. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Oh, wow, you're pretty fucking great. <laughs> oh, thanks. You too. You- oh, thanks. <laughs> But I think we've said this in just about every we review the reviews. I mean, this book is about a person. It's about a person who has had childhood trauma and now fights for other people mm-hmm. who have trauma and how she uses her trauma to work for her in that area. So her childhood trauma is a part of the series. It is why the series exists. Right. Exactly. So I don't, you know, to say that it should be taken out of the series is just ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. It's, it's been done to death. It really has. Which is not a pun. It's been milked to death. Milked Milked to death. death. Not Not, a pun. Not a pun. (laughs) Not a pun. You you clearly don't know what a pun is. How about an old fashioned fast paced murder? Like just. How about that? (laughs) Exclamation point. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm so sorry. God. No, no it's great. Uh, all right. All right. To you, Jen. Three stars. The story is good. Character development outstanding. I think I know Eve, even though I have not read any other book in this series. Oh, my God. The writing is incredibly poor. Uh. A high school grammar teacher would have a field day with the C-minus writing. And (laughs) also your review. I thought, (laughs) yeah, I thought books had editors. He, she clearly did not do their job. I guess good writing is not a requirement for a bestseller. Ignoring this, the storytelling makes slogging this worth. (laughs) This is so contradictory. The storytelling. Makes it 
makes slogging through this worth the read. For some trivia, I wanted to do a search on the text in this book to see how many times coffee is mentioned. The characters are obsessed with coffee. Maybe that's the stereotypical stereotyped portrayal of a cop. Well, what? The portrayal of pretty much everybody on this earth, judging by how many Starbucks there are out there. Yeah. Right. Also, what? What are you trying to say in this review? The story writing is good, but it's C minus writing. I don't understand. Yeah. Character character development is good, uh, but uh, it's bad. I don't. Good. I don't get They're it. just obsessed with coffee. Uh, yeah. If you've read any other books in the series, you would know that. And realize that that kind of started out in the very first book. Like work sends her coffee as a gift. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I do not understand <laughs> anyone who wants to read. Like, I don't know if you're like gonna read a book to the point where you're also going to give a review on it why are you reading a book in the middle of the series like yeah i don't get that yeah yeah well it comes out and they see it and you know i don't know i'm just trying to get over that how the writing is incredibly poor but the storytelling is so good it makes slogging through this worth the read like why if no if, if the writing is poor the book's poor like you don't yeah yeah i don't you don't get to have both you, no. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. So I'm so confused. It's like they didn't want to admit that they liked a book by a genre author. Yep. And so they had to get They're a jab like, oh, in. Oh no, this is a romance novel. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> they had to get a jab in because oh my god, I liked something that I'm not supposed to like. Yeah. Because I'm a pretentious asshole. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Oof. So stupid. All right. Okay, is it time? Time for the for the rant. <laughs> I hopefully it's it's not much of a rant. I'm just I'm just going to drop some facts because people apparently need to know. I'm so ready. <laughs> going to sit back and enjoy. Yep, AJ's going right. to fact drop y'all. Here we go. Three stars. Pointing out the obvious that the protagonist has again violated procedures and handed the defense a gift in this assault during an arrest and violation of rights. A good story, again, let down. So my first point here is that this person apparently is in Australia. And the rant I have is that um, we've had several people say this kind of thing. Like, oh, well, you know, she's beat this person up. So obviously, you know, uh, she's violated their rights. And um, so in I don't know how the laws are in Australia. Okay. But when I went looking for use, you know, rules about use of force in the United States, um, so I found a website called Find Law, and here's what they say: Police aren't allowed to use excessive force or treat the arrestee cruelly. This is universal and protected by the U.S. Constitution. Generally, police officers are only allowed to use the minimum amount of force necessary to protect themselves and bring the suspect into police custody. This is why people are advised to never resist an arrest or argue with the police, even if they believe the arrest is wrongful, since resistance could lead to the use of more force. That's that's a key point here. If the arrestee thinks the arrest is unjustified or incorrect, they can always challenge it later with the help of an attorney and, if warranted, bring a civil rights case. The Supreme Court has recognized that the right 
to make an arrest or investigatory stop necessarily carries with it the right to use some degree of physical coercion or threat. However, the degree of coercion or force used must be proportional to the threat and escalate only in response to the threat. So here's what the rules generally are for use of force, uh, according to the National Institute of Justice. Um, Most law enforcement agencies have policies that guide their use of force. These policies describe an escalating series of actions an officer may take to resolve a situation. This continuum generally has many levels, and officers are instructed to respond with a level of force appropriate to the situation at hand, acknowledging that the officer may move from one part of the continuum to another in a matter of seconds. So, note, in order to be considered reasonable and compliant with the U.S. Constitution, the use of physical force must stop when the need for the force ceases, such as when a subject is successfully restrained or a situation has otherwise de-escalated. In other words, an officer isn't allowed to punish criminals who no longer pose a threat. So, Everything we've done, you know, the the problems that we've had in the United States recently have to do with officers not abiding by this last rule, which is an officer isn't allowed to punish criminals who no longer pose a threat. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's where the problem is. Yep. So in this particular book. This same website goes into, here's an example of a use of force continuum, okay? First uh, point is officer presence. No force is used. Considered the best way to resolve a situation, the mere presence of law enforcement officer to deter crime or defuse a situation, officers' attitudes are professional and non-threatening. In this case, the person that they want to subdue, and I think we're talking about... um, BD, uh, what is her yeah. first name? Um, I don't remember. Iris. But Iris BD. Iris, yeah. Is in her like bedroom or in the bathroom and has no idea there's police there. So visual cannot happen in this situation. That she can't be deterred right. just by seeing that there's police because she doesn't know there's police, right? So that part of it we have to skip. Okay. So the next part comes, and that's verbalization. Force is not physical. Officers issue calm, non-threatening commands such as, let me see your identification and registration. Officers may increase their volume and shorten commands in an attempt to gain compliance. Short commands might include stop or don't move. So in this case, she was in the bathroom, right? Or she was just coming out of the bathroom. When Eve stepped in and Eve said calmly, I'm assuming, hi, auntie, hands up, turn and face the wall. And right away, this woman turned around and ran back into the, to the bathroom. So to grab Eve, a weapon. Well, once she got into the bathroom, but we don't know that yet. But my point is right. Eve has, Eve has done this second part correctly. She yeah. saw her said, you know, put your hands up, turn around, face the wall. Right. Mm -hmm. She didn't comply, which, according to Mm -hmm. the U.S. Constitution, means that they can now go to the next step, which is Mm -hmm. empty hand control. Officers use bodily force to gain control of a situation. 
There's two different techniques. A soft technique is officers use grabs, holds, and joint locks to restrain an individual. Second technique is hard technique. Officers use punches and kicks to restrain an individual. That's legal. Mm -hmm. So if punching someone or kicking someone is not illegal, she can do that if the person is resisting. So in this particular case, you know, even before anything physical happens, Eve says, um, the place is surrounded. You've got nowhere to go. So, you know, come out with your hands up. And this idiot woman said, come and get me. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid. That means escalate violence on me, please. You know? Yeah. Right. And so um, she kicked the door in. And it says, um, she died facing the opening sweeping streams as the return fire hit over her head. So just like Jen said, she had Beatty had grabbed a gun. So the next step here is there are less lethal methods. Officers use less lethal techniques to gain control of a situation. Blunt impact, which means they can use a baton or projectile to immobilize a combative person. They can use chemical sprays or projectiles embedded with chemicals to restrain a person, like pepper spray. Or they can use what we call conducted energy devices, which is a a taser. Officers may use tasers to immobilize an individual. Uh, CEDs discharge high-voltage, low-amperage jolts of electricity at a distance. And that's what a stunner is. Yeah. So- Mm -hmm. Again, she is you doing this correctly, mm-hmm. right? She yep. she went in and she was immediately being fired at because BD also grabbed a gun and started firing at Eve as soon as she went into mm-hmm. the room. Yep. So everything she's done here is correct. Yep. Up into you know the last the last um, step that a police officer can use is lethal force, which means they can shoot the person and kill them. Right. Mm-hmm. Which didn't happen here because Eve no. used her weapon, which is a stunner that is not set to kill somebody. Right. And subdued her in that way. Now, I guess we could argue that um, she did punch Beatty. After she had her restraint. After she had her, re- well, um, let's see. It says um, that Beatty got up, lunged, and charged. Eve had a split second to decide, but since she already had, it didn't take long. She lowered the weapon in her right hand and led with her left, one jab in the face. Okay. So, oh, yeah, she wasn't restrained yet. She wasn't restrained yet. Mm-hmm. And she was coming at Eve. Yeah. So, Eve is legally allowed. To punch her in the face. Yeah. According to this, according to yeah. these laws that are set up or these rules. Yeah. You know, and then not only that, BD's head snapped back. Her eyes went glassy for an instant. Then she snarled, grabbed for Eve's weapon with one hand, tried to right cross with the other, blocking most of it. A couple of knuckles on the chin got through. Eve stomped her butt on BD's designer heel. And Eve said that can be for Dorian Gregg. And this, the uppercut had Beatty's eyes rolling back white for all the others. So she had 
Beatty was attacking her at that point. Eva's allowed to punch her. Yeah. To subdue her. And then once yep. she was out, once she was down, Eve put cuffs on her. And says, you know, in, you know, she says into her uh, communicator subject is down. And, uh, you know, then she takes her peacefully at that point. So at no point here did Eve do anything that was illegal. So, but we get these, these people all the time doing reviews saying like, well, her use of force, you know. She's beaten up this person or whatever. And it, you know, I understand how things today, just because of everything that's gone on with police departments mm-hmm. in the last yeah, several years. Yeah, and we've years. said that a few times. Right. That sometimes, you know, sometimes Eve's actions were kind of like, eh, that's, that's shaky. But I don't think it is in this case at all. No, in this case, it's, no. it's not at all. So, I mean, and even in the cases, we really haven't, we really haven't gone through and like analyzed those cases either. No, like, we have Maybe, haven't. maybe they were okay. You know, in a lot of cases, Nora has yeah. the suspect come at Eve. Yeah. I don't think I recall any situation where a suspect was down where Eve like kept, Mm-mm. well, no. maybe in, um, uh, Maybe in treachery, treachery, but they were fighting each other. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Olderman challenged her, right? No, I mean, like after she she does do one final, which obviously we're all like here for. She does right one more final that she was probably not yeah. necessary, but yeah, <laughs> we're like, well, you it's know. fine. We're like, okay, <laughs> but I was gonna also say, um, Survivor. When she beats the crap out of mm, what's yeah. his name, yeah. Um, but she didn't. She she stopped. She stopped. But she, it does say that the- she kept hitting him. Like she was. Oh, does it? I don't remember for sure. Yeah, because she really she wanted to well, kill him. I know well, she, she had almost, she had her stunner to her throat right. to his throat. Yeah. So, but yeah, and she stopped herself. So I, I understand how touchy people are. With police yeah. procedures. Yeah, and I get it. I yeah, absolutely totally get it. But I, I just wanted to, you know, explain how uh, in most cases the you know violence that Eve, you know, exhibits mm-hmm. toward a, a suspect is not illegal. Like that's not going to right. this person yeah. saying, you know, violated mm-hmm. procedures and handed the defense a gift. N- no. No, because on top of that, she had FBI charges coming first. So, right. Right. <laughs> Doesn't really matter because the FBI didn't even arrest her. Right. Yeah. So, so it, it just, you know, it, it may seem over the top that police can punch people or kick people in the pursuit of an arrest. Um, but the difference is, yeah, sure. are, they, are they punching somebody or kicking somebody after they're subdued? Are four guys sitting on top of somebody and punching them or have their knee on their neck? You know, that's where you have issues. That's where you have 
violation yeah. of somebody's rights and that's illegal. But don't mm-hmm. don't equate that with what's happened in this series. Right. And I, exactly. You know, um, and we've yeah. had people, you know, in, in reviews talking about oh, how yeah, just about every review people are that. You know, the read the series are badge bunnies or I don't know. Yeah. Really dismissive of police procedure or don't understand police procedure and what goes on with that. So anyway. No, we've already decided that the only badge bunny around here is work. (laughs) Work is definitely a badge bunny. Absolutely. But um so yeah, I just wanted to say that you know you, you have you're reading a series about police. So yeah. this kind of thing is going to happen, and you yeah. know yes, complain if if it's over the top. Yeah, but don't complain if she's following correct procedures. Right. You know, and defending herself for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. So. Anyway, so that was my rant. I love it. Love it. I Drop hope everyone learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> hope we learned something. One. I just cannot. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for this next oh. one? We're at four oh stars. My God. Four stars. <laughs> was contemplating not reading her anymore after she introduced the idiocy of Rourke having a brother he knew about but never mentioned. She's redeemed herself a little lol. So oh, okay. the only idiocy here what? is you because that wasn't yeah. Rourke's what? brother. No, right? it was a whole no. You obviously didn't follow that story correctly. <laughs> no. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm assuming also, she's you, talking about Lork and Cobb. Yes. Yeah. Also, so, you put LOL in your review. <laughs> it was well, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm well. not gonna. That's fine. Oh, no, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna make fun of them. I will use LOL okay. and everything, but not in my reviews. Come on. <laughs> but then again, my reviews you know, need to be professional. <laughs> but then again, you clearly don't know the story because you think that she said Rourke had a brother, so. Right. And even if he was, let's just say he was. Okay. Let's just say he was. Mm -hmm. He was such a minor character. Yeah. That it it didn't. Why is, why would Rourke ever mention him to Eve? Why? Why would, why? Yeah. Why would he need to do that? No. No. So, you know, I mean, if you think about it, somebody like um, Mick from Betrayal. Yeah. Was more of a brother to Rourke. Oh, yeah. Was more of a friend to Rourke, you know. Yeah. Rourke didn't mention him until Betrayal to Eve. Right. Yeah. You know, Rourke never mentioned to Eve Brian Kelly. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't get it. (laughs) Why does he have to, like, tell her every single thing that ever happened in his past for it to be, like, once it's brought up in the series? Well, uh, you know, we're just going to believe that this thing happened in his past and he never said anything. Like. Yeah, because yeah. you don't talk about every single thing in your past right yeah. when you meet somebody. Work obviously hated him, so <laughs> why would he say anything to you? Why would he That's say just anything stupid? To yeah, it does make sense. So, yeah, so just dumb. dumb. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, dumb. But thanks for the four star review, I guess. <laughs> so here, here, Jen, here you get one. Too. Here. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's funny that I get this one. Four stars. <laughs> I've listened to Susan Erickson read me all the in-depth books so far, and she just does an incredible job of it. She's one of the few readers I know who actually adds to the story, and I hope Nora Roberts is aware of how fortunate she is to have such a fantastic narrator doing her work such justice. The in-depth stories are ones I find reliable and satisfying, even when they are awfully painful and intense, such as death desperation. I'm always happy to see these characters continue to grow and learn and share as the story progresses. Long may it continue to do so. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. It's, it's a fantastic one. Yeah. And I think Nora knows. I think Nora knows and understands what an asset Susan Erickson is. Oh, I think she does too. Mm -hmm. I think she does. Other people in her organization. (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate Susan Erickson, but we all do. Oh, Laura. Laura. (laughs) All right. Four stars. I recommend this book because Eve Dallas really does kick butt. Great insights into Dallas and how she thinks incredible plot lines. Now, what I don't like, two things. Peabody and McNabb use Dallas and Rourke for everything. They are supposed to be cops. They need to act like it. It wasn't if it wasn't for the other characters, I would stop reading the books. Two. Trina needs to stop her with her putting tattoos on Dallas. If it were me, the first time she would be warned, second time she's out on her ass and not coming back. You don't do that shit if you're in that profession. I'd be having a conversation with Mavis for sure. (laughs) Otherwise, true Dallas style, incredible plot, realistic, drop Peabody, McNabb, and Trina, and it gets better. Okay, I take issue with dropping Peabody and McNabb for sure. (laughs) Okay, what are they talking about? Trina too, and she didn't put a tattoo on her in this book, so I don't know where that's coming from. She didn't. Also, like, what did Peabody and McNabb do that you're saying this? Also, they don't use even Rourke for everything. No, like, they don't. I'm sorry that your life is so sad that you don't have friends in which you do things for them when you can, and vice right. versa. Yeah. Because yeah. Peabody and McNabb do things for Eve and Rourke. Like, yeah. I'm That's sorry that your life works. is sad. What did they yeah, do in we're this sorry book? That, life, yeah, that they're talking yeah. about. Show us on the doll know. where even Rourke hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Peabody and McNabb. Peabody and McNabb. Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't I, get it. Yeah, I don't know. But thanks for the four star review, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Sorry your life is sad. I'm sorry your yeah. life is sad. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Woo, five stars. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. This one hit me early on. Literally chapter one. I'll be honest, I did not like the subject matter. Prepare yourselves for this. And as it was the audiobook for me, I found it difficult to listen to. However, even her team investigated and brought all those responsible to justice was truly gripping. Uh, one of the reasons it was so difficult to listen to was not only the subject matter, but the way Susan Erickson brought these characters to life. I nearly cried when Eve was talking to, Mir- to Mina's father. The agony and heartbreak came through clearly. This book is well-written as always, but also very well-narrated. We saw lighthearted moments with various characters, especially a few scenes with Peabody. She is awesome and even got to be bad cop in this story. (laughs) Another scene I enjoyed was when Mavis stood up for her best friend, Eve. I just wanted to give her a standing ovation. So good. Mousy was a character that I was mouser, but okay. (laughs) Was a character that I would. Response to that. 
That's true. That's true. Mousy was a character that I would love to see as we do with Tico. Hearing about his early life was hard and then seeing how good a friend he was. I love to see him flourish at the school. Now go easy on me. I believe this is the spelling. <laughs> I listened to the audiobook and it sounded like Mousy. I may be completely <laughs> wrong about it. Okay, sorry. Update name is Mouser. So yes, they did fix it. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I appreciate about this. Yeah. One of the things I appreciate about this review, they actually like looked it up. Maybe I got yeah. that wrong. Let's look it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna correct myself. Yeah. They yeah. also have some really great emojis in this review. Like they yeah, do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the takedown was epic, and I was surprised that it was the first time we heard Baxter and Trueheart's names, not grumbling. Just surprised. I may be completely wrong about this, but it's the only time I remember hearing their names. I know all our favorite characters can't be in every book, but it just sounded weird when they were planning the takedown and their names weren't mentioned. Somerset and Eve's conversation at the end. Heart eyes. Three of them. (laughs) Oh, my heart. I can't believe this book is 55. The series is still so fresh. The characters engaging and entertaining. Storyline gritty and suspenseful. And Eve and Rourke, what can I say? Long may it continue. Oh, look at that. Excellent. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that we didn't see Baxter and Trueheart until the end, too. I appreciate yeah. that they recognize mm-hmm. that you can't see everyone all the time and that they were yeah. like, yeah, you can't do that. If only yeah. other yeah. people would think that way. Right. And again, I appreciate that they actually like fact check themselves because yeah, so many like, of oh, these no reviewers way. don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And they just I say stuff that. like, they didn't have sex in this book without looking and making sure first before they posted their review. Exactly. It's a good review. Okay. It is a good review. Five stars. 12.38 a.m. Just finished this impossible to put down latest from J.D. Rob. 90% of the way through, my Kindle gave up the ghost and shut down. God damn oh it. No. That sucks. Yeah. Find the charger and wait for enough of a charge for it to run. Excruciating. This one was nonstop, hitting on so many stellar levels, from Sebastian from way back to Mavis's shining moment to Eve's favorite pop-up stand operator. This book is full of perfect moments. More, there is a message about taking taking back who you are for anyone who has ever been made to feel less. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's beautiful. Yep. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Thank you for understanding this book reviewer. Yes. yes. And we're sorry about your Kindle. That sucks, man. Yeah. I would have been so mad. <laughs> I know, I've been right? So oh. mad. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to do this. <laughs> that's when you that's when you put the Kindle app on your phone. <laughs> right. And then you just continue there. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, that was a really good review. Absolutely. All right. This is our last review. Okay. Five stars. All right. Another Grand Slam again. I love this series. The suspense starts at the very beginning of a book and follows through until the end. OMG. The ending of this book was amazing. It blew me away. I love all of her characters. They just fit, especially in Eve's world. Oh, and the love between Eve and Rourke. Well, I can't wait for her to evolve more in her life, not being just the NYPSD. Please keep writing this series and surprising your fans. Recommend. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> I do love uh, just to recommend. Recommend. Yeah. Giant. Recommend. All caps. <laughs> recommend. Recommend. Maybe, maybe not for the first book that you read of the series, but. Right. 
But for people that read the series, they recommend it. So, yeah. Right, if I haven't it. said that they shouldn't read anymore, those people can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, so that's those are our um, reviews for this time. Yes. And again, we might do this again for this book once we get to it in the regular rotation of things and get more reviews once the um, you know, paperback comes like, out. But. In a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So, um, should we go on to podcast business? Yeah. yeah. So I don't think I really have podcast business. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, okay too. Yeah. I don't know that we had any, um, you know, comments or anything like that, that we need to talk about. Not really. Um, For those of you that don't follow Nora all that closely, um, she did do a Facebook live on her JD Rob page on Facebook. she and her publicist, Laura, uh, went on live. She's, she's in New York right now. Uh, Nora isn't having a vacation or she was, I guess, you know, yesterday, I don't know if they've left yet, but, um, and, uh, so a few things, you know, they talked a, about a lot of JD Rob things and a lot of things were predictable people asking when even Rourke you going to have a baby and that kind of thing. But, um, <laughs> You know, some of it was very interesting. You know, she talks about her process of writing and uh, they do talk about the next book after Encore. Because Encore is the next book that comes out in February. Um, She talks about the next book uh, that will come out in a year and answers a lot of questions and it's kind of interesting. And so it's still up on her page. So if you guys want to go and watch it, I would recommend that. I'm going to. (laughs) So next week, I don't know if we're prepared for this. Next week, we said we were going to review Eternity. That's right. Yep. Already prepared for that. (laughs) It's a short book, so it's not, you know, I don't. No, yeah. that doesn't mean short episode. That just means short. right, right. As we know, <laughs> as we know, as we know. Yeah, I think so, the interlude um, one was super long, if I remember right. Yeah. Well, because interlude is amazing, but you yes, know. it is. So yeah, so next next week is going to be our review of Eternity, and yep. that's going to come out the 29th, so just in time for Halloween. Halloween. Yes. So that'll be fun. Yep. And um, after that, obviously, you know, we always will wing it. <laughs> uh, well, you can, I'm going to try to get better at, I always say this, I'm going to try to get better at putting together episodes. But yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we winged it last week and it turned out to be a pretty good episode. So Yeah, it was a good episode. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it, guys. I thought it was great. Good. Um, yeah. Okay. Even though AJ um, insulted Miss Scarlet. Oh no, she didn't. <laughs> She's definitely a suspicious little bitch. They're I'm all pretty sus. Yeah. Every single one sus. of those characters in that in that. Uh, I mean, that I feel game. like if you watch the movie, the most sus is absolutely Mrs. White, and you can't really change my mind on that. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is why it is super <laughs> sus. Uh, so anyway, in other um, news, just go watch Clue again. It's the best movie of all time. It really is. Right. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what's coming up. So look forward to that. And you all know how to get hold of us on any of our social medias. Just search for Podcast and Death. Uh, go to our website, podcastanddeath.com. Send us an email at show at podcast and in Send us an email at podcast at show at podcastanddeath.com. Show at podcastanddeath.com. It's very early. It's very early it's, in the morning. It's early for, for me. Um, and uh, or call the number that's 205-476-2753 and that spells out 2054-ROAR. So that's about it. Yeah. So thanks for joining us on this episode. And it's a fun one, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Uh, So see you next time, guys. For. Yep. Oh, so I should. Okay. It's really early. For (laughs) Podcast and Death, this is AJ. I'm Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 2054-ROARCH. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you.